Unless there's some like global crisis where like all the cows die or something. Yeah, we have another big bang. Yeah, the COVID, the cow, COVID, you know, some shit like that. <laughs> COVID would be a wild thing. COVID, <laughs> talk about the people on the right jumping to the other side for COVID. They'd be like, we gotta fucking save these guys, dude. We can't lose them. Burgers. Cows better start getting vaccinated today. ASAP. <laughs> trying to get my bird. All right. Episode. 92 of the Fair Enough podcast. Bob in Detroit, Jack in Detroit, Michael in Chicago. Um, I don't have any 92s. I 92, got no 92s. Michael Strahan. Oh, that's a good one. Michael Strahan. I was only wasn't, thinking hockey. Wasn't like Reggie White 92 also? Isn't Reggie White like one of the best defensive linemen ever? Wasn't he 92? Yep, probably. Probably. Yeah, he 1,000% was. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so this is the Strahan episode. Strahan. Um, today we got a couple things that we'll get into later. Um, I kind of want to do a little, like, we haven't done a Chicago and Detroit little State of the Union for the couple teams that we got playing. So we'll do that maybe at the end. Um, I got some sad NFL stats from the last week that I'd like to share that are kind of crazy. And... Uh, but first, we want to talk about Michael. I kind of want to talk about this NFL shit real quick because I am looking at a post right now um, okay. that is the most confused. This is the ESPN NFL FPI rankings via ESPN analytics and top 10. Guess who's not in the top 10? Who? Take a fucking guess there, mister. Of the NFL rankings? The NFL rankings, not in the top 10. I'll um, give you a hint. You live really close to their stadium. Oh, the Lions aren't in the top 10? This says that the Lions are not in the top 10. In And I don't know what analytics we're talking about because it goes KC, Baltimore, Buffalo, San Fran, Miami, Dallas, Philly, L.A., Cincy Jacksonville what the fuck am I looking at right now yeah that's that must be very weird analytics for Philly to be that low and anything and the Chargers to be in there in general and the Lions to not be in it like I mean what the fuck are we talking about I don't, that was weird um yeah it might be like, like is that top 10 worst teams in the NFL it might be like <laughs> it might be like like players like the you know in terms of like overall like players rating grades or like, something yeah i don't know maybe like that you know how like when they introduce themselves on like monday night at the bottom it has like the uh the football rankings of like what they yeah. are at their position maybe yeah. it's something like that because that doesn't make any goddamn sense no but, that makes no sense yeah so i mean i think we should just talk football now get it out all of right way. yeah let's talk uh, some football um let's go a little let's go a little round the table here well, first, we'll dig into our teams a little bit. Uh, Lions coming off a bye. Holy fuck, did they ever need that bye. Felt like everybody was hurt. Um, namely, <laughs> namely, David Montgomery, who 
last week, obviously, Jameer um, popped off against the Raiders, but it's the fucking Raiders, so it's really hard to tell whether or not that's just Yeah, like Dante Foreman popped that. off against the Raiders also. So. Exactly. So it's <laughs> like we don't know. We, we just want Monty back. We know that guy can do it no matter what. And it sounds like his little rib injury thing that he's got going on is feeling better now. So he's going to be a go for the Chargers on Sunday, uh, which is a weird matchup because you don't really know what Chargers team is going to show up. I feel like they're kind of in that like Bills category where they're sick some weeks and then other weeks they're like their defense is dog shit all of a sudden and they can't do anything. I mean, their defense is 27th in the league as far as like overall numbers, which isn't great. Um, but holy fuck, they made the Jets offense look like shit last night. Dude, you know what's crazy, though? I don't know if I agree with you on that, because if you watch, other than a couple of the fumbles, which obviously fumbles are forced by the defense, but yeah. dude, the Jets moved the ball a couple times early in the game and got cucked by themselves fumbling and shit like that. And it's like, dude, I don't know. I mean, then all of a sudden, like the second quarter – and third quarter, things got real bad for the Jets. But dude, like, both teams it, were constantly starting like first and twenty. It was wild. Yeah, to watch like both teams just kept shooting themselves in the foot and put them behind the sticks. You're right. Yeah, that was such. That was a. That was a. I, I guess what were you to, to expect with the Jets game? You know, other than a boring ass game, but. I wish there was a little more fireworks, something. You Dude, know? I thought they'd at least put one in the end zone. That's a, that's yeah. one of the sad NFL stats of the week. Uh, Jets only have eight touchdowns. I was going to say the Jets haven't scored. Mo- I, I saw this that yesterday. The Jets haven't scored more than two touchdowns in a game offensively this year. Yikes. Yikes is right. <laughs> Dude, oh <laughs> my win God. any games like that. But We've they're four there. and five. I, know what it's like. I don't get it. They have oh, four dude. wins. And that's one of the most confusing things about this league right now. And you and I were talking about it earlier. The Pittsburgh Steelers of the world that have five wins somehow. And there's a few teams like that. And the Jets are one of them where it's like, how does this team have these wins? Because I believe after the Lions, like now they're in a good spot and they're winning games. I really believe it's like, even if you think this team's a fraud, like, even if people were like, oh, yeah, like, the Lions are kind of fraudulent. Like, they haven't really beat a good team. You could say whatever you want about the Kansas City game. I think that in the NFL, it's so fucking hard to win every week that, like, even if you're beating the bad teams, I think you should get a lot of credit for that. And when it comes Absolutely. to, like, Pittsburgh and the Jets beating these bad teams, they should still get credit for that. Absolutely. You know? What the fuck? I mean... There's just so few bad teams, man. Like there really is. It's like the it's like the Raiders, the Giants, the Bears, the Panthers. It's like other than that, like who else is bad? I mean, Tennessee, you can kind of make an argument for, but they got a few wins. Like who else yeah. is bad? Like right, I don't know. Packers maybe, but they got a few wins. You know, like Atlanta's got a few wins. Tampa, like they all have four wins out of nine weeks. It's like. They're not that bad. And then, you know, you have the fucking shitters of the world. And I genuinely think, and I don't, this is not just me being a homer. The Bears defense right now over the last four games has been impressive. Okay. They've only Mm -hmm. let up, you know, to to only let up 24 points yesterday or uh, on Sunday with the starting field position that the Saints had all game is very impressive. And since the, the Broncos game where we did let up 28, but it was like, 
we were letting up like zero until like the fucking last two quarters. And there was a fucking fumble six that fucked it all up. We've only let up like 21 or less, like everybody. And it's like, that's not fucking bad for a really dog shit team. So yeah, like, you give me Justin Fields in a couple of the last few games, like, cause we've played uh, new Orleans who we only lost by a touchdown. And then I, I can't think of who we lost to last week, but um. You know, we might have three or four wins, and it's like, it it's the fucking league is so dumb and so confusing that I absolutely agree with you that even when you beat the bad teams, especially when you beat them the right way, when you beat the fuck out of them, yep. You know, like when you squeak by a bad team, it's a little sketchy. But also, you know, look about look at college football. How many times does a, a, a Ohio State lose to a team the week before they're gonna play Michigan State or not cover and like barely squeak by or something like that? And you're like, yeah, it's because it's a trap game, you know? Like, yeah, so, many so look at Yeah, so fuck yeah, dude. I think people are so dumb, and this league is so even, and it's confusing. And that's, <laughs> why, that's why we and most other people lose a lot of money on Sundays. Because <laughs> we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It's and impossible. I don't, care, I don't care how sharp you are, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck how sharp you are. This year, unless you're playing over-unders, picking fucking spreads is is crazy. Like, I don't give it's a fuck so who hard. you are. It's so difficult, man. Because, yeah, I don't know. And also, they, these bad teams get such high numbers where it's like every KC game, it's like a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And it's like, why? Yep. Like, or, you know, Dallas. And you're like, why? And you're like, it's just so confusing. Dude, that game last night. Everybody and their cousin's brother's fucking uncle was on the Jets plus three and a half. Everybody. I'm talking like everywhere I looked on Twitter, I was trying to get away from it. I was like, how do I not bet the Jets plus three and a half? How can I do it? (laughs) And I couldn't find a way. And guess what I did? I bet him plus ten and a half. And guess what? That shit didn't fucking smack either. So everybody with the three and a half was also wrong. So, <laughs> I mean, talk about a great night for, for the sports book and the casinos last night. They absolutely yeah, no cleaned shit. up on all of America, believing that the Jets could score a touchdown when they haven't all year. Yeah, God. I have it. a sports-related question. Hit me. So you know how, and you guys better have experienced this, or I'll be upset. When you, like, let's say you're going from eighth grade football or hockey or baseball to like high school. Like let's say you're playing JV next year. Mm -hmm. And that first time you hop into a game and you're like, fuck, these guys are like old as hell. Mm -hmm. These are some grown ass men. Okay. And then you get to college, you might be a freshman playing against seniors. So that's like a three year difference, maybe four. But then you get to the NFL as like a 22 year old and you're getting fucking smoked by some 33 year old linebacker. Dad strength. Do you think, yeah, do you think they think about that shit? Like, this guy's got two kids. Um, I just got out of college yesterday. I don't think so. I I don't think think they think about it because they're so good at their job already. By the time that they get into the NFL, they're like, I'm the baddest shit out here. Yeah, you're Whereas, like, you're absolutely right. I think the biggest time that I realized that was because football, it was a while between when I played um, and then went to high school and played. But hockey, like, jumping from, like, house to high school school? i was like oh shit like everybody's fucking huge now i'm back to being by far the smallest person out here yeah i I was yeah i don't think they think that that in the nfl i i think that pertains a little more if you were to pick a sport it 
I would say basketball, uh, NBA. Because, like, mm. you even look at a guy like Victor Wembanyama, right? He's starting to come around. He's really playing pretty well. But, like, his first couple of games, like, he's played pro basketball his last four years of his life, you know, from when he was, like, 14 out there in France. But, like, he was shooting, like, only threes to start his first, like, three games. It's, like, because, I mean, you dude, he's 7'6 or whatever, 7'5 and can handle the ball. He, like, was, I don't know about afraid to go to the paint, but, like, he never tried to baby anybody. It's like, I think that's because he was a little bit intimidated by like the girthiness of some of these bigger centers. And it's like, Oh, until the, I mean, it probably only takes some 10 games to really come into their own, but like right away, you're like, Oh, these are men. Um, especially cause in basketball, you don't, uh, you can leave as a freshman, I believe in basketball. Right. Yep. The One room? and done. Yeah. So most of these guys are only 18, 19 getting into the league. Now you don't you even have the... to do that. You can yeah. go play for the uh, G yeah, League go... team yeah. for a year. Like, Yeah. Um, and it's like, then you're like, oh, hey, LeBron James is across from me. <laughs> yeah. Like 18 that's years like... old. And LeBron is a freak of nature. And obviously, like, you know, top two of all time, arguably. And it's like. That is intimidating as fuck. I think when you're on a team, like in a football setting, there's so many moving parts. You're not one-on-one with anybody. I do think it's a little less intimidating. And like Bob said, they're just so good at their jobs that yeah, they don't care. It's just all being athletic. Let's the embrace that. Go ahead, what? Jack. Sorry. No, go uh, ahead. The part that, uh, like if I was hooping, like I, I could go hoop against LeBron right now and it wouldn't scare me. I would get my ass kicked, but I wouldn't be scared. But in football, or like, I guess specifically, I was thinking about hockey. It's like, this guy might the, actually take my fucking noggin off. Right, because it's a physical sport. Yeah. Whereas basketball technically yeah, but, is not, even though LeBron's probably going to body you. and Oh, yeah, he would definitely hurt you at though, some point. But. And the thing is, though, in football and stuff like that, I mean, maybe hockey's a little different, but like, the physical, like, you're built for this you know what i mean like there's not that many like tall lanky dudes in the league that are like abnormally uh like their body weight and fucking height and stuff like doesn't make sense like most of these guys first of all especially if you play in the sec you're already getting hit by the same size guys if you play in the big 10 you're already getting hit by a lot of guys that are in the same shape and or already pro level players um so i don't think just because they're old and have dad strength and two kids and a dong down to their <laughs> knees means they're gonna be fucking uh you know a little more scared from getting hit like right you get bopped okay. or you get bopped i think well let's embrace debate what league of like the four major sports do you think it's the biggest change in the game from college to nba or college to like the pros I feel like NBA is such a big change because it's such a team game in the college, uh, in college basketball. Whereas when you go to the NBA, it is completely different. I don't know if I agree with that. It's a lot faster. But I just think if you can hoop, you can hoop. Like if there's a guy, like if if you're a, if you're a baller, you like, you can play, like you can hold your own. I mean, I don't know. I think. I just think the game is different. Like in on an individual basis, like I get like, okay, Cade, like Cade, for example, he was, he was a dog at Oklahoma state. Like everybody knew, Mm -hmm. okay, this guy looks like he can play in the league and he's doing fine. But I'm saying from like a team aspect, like 
it's so much different college basketball where you're Dude, really trying to set plays up and shit. Where in the NBA, I feel like it's so much more ISO and making your own plays. I think that I think that holds super true for like big men going from college to pros. I don't think guards have that much to worry about, even like a three. But like centers, I mean, think about centers that didn't get drafted. You know, like the Timmies and the um, the what's what's the the kid from fucking Connecticut, like. Mm-hmm. Those guys didn't get drafted and they were literally like the player of the year the last years, but it's like the center that can't stretch the floor and, and handle the ball and this and that. It's like, you're useless almost. In the it's NBA. no place for you. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think the guards in the, in the threes and the, you know, the stretch, you know, fours have that, have to worry about that in right. this league comparatively. But I do think for the bigs, it's a little different. You're right. It's like a Hunter Dickinson. There is no place for him in the NBA, unfortunately. No. Unless well, he no, starts there, banging threes. Yeah, he got to start smacking threes. And I feel like he, yep. that's what he's going to do. You know, like you have to smack threes or, I mean, you're going to make your – or you make your money as like a Rudy Gobert um, yep. where you're just a defensive savant, which I don't think Hunter Dickinson necessarily is. He's just not fast enough to be. No. <laughs> um, but I, I think baseball personally though, dude, because it's the hardest is the biggest like difference. Obviously difference it's steel the wood bats and shit like that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot and of also, like actual differences. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like, you're doing that. And then like, you look at like the studs that throw in like D one baseball. It's like, if you are in like the 92 range, like that's hard you're a stud. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you go to the pros and like, you're, barely seeing under 95 anymore you know right and i feel like that not i mean granted a fastball is a fastball but like and you know if you can hit 92 you can hit 98 um but it's just that's a big leap when you're seeing a 92 mile an hour slider when usually the fastball is like that you know <laughs> right oh shit yeah that's i mean that's got to be the hardest part yeah that that's my yeah, thing is just that is, yeah it's crazy but that'd be tough yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're... hockey and I feel like hockey and football are kind of like, like hockey definitely is a lot different skill wise. I guess I think the game is just way faster. Yeah, be- because not almost from... almost everybody doesn't come from college for hockey. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. People from hockey come from a lot of different places. Like yeah. if you compare the OHL to the NHL, it's not that much different. But if you compare like. I guess D one college hockey is a lot different, but you but you watch one of those games and ninety percent of those guys look like they could be on any. any I NHL think that team. so. I don't know. Uh, I think that for hockey and basketball, or not basketball, hockey and football, it's like systematic. Like I think where you end up really like determines how the leap's gonna be for you. Like if you're put mm-hmm. in the right spot as a wide receiver and you have a guy that can throw the ball and right. you kind of have to just run your route and the ball is going to be on you, it makes it a lot easier than you having to be Garrett Wilson and have to be a fucking stud. Like, he's an animal, but, like, he has to pretty much make his own shot and then, right. have, you know, get the ball there. Same thing in That's hockey. Like, if you're around, like, look at an Alex Dabrinkit, right? Alex Dabrinkit is, isn't is always has been a natural goal scorer. He scored goals in the O, but look who he was playing with. He's playing with Connor McDavid. And then he goes to the fucking league and he's playing – Patrick Kane and fucking, uh, you know, Jonathan Taves and some other skilled guys, you know, and then he go. So it's like, he's just kind of had a really easy road, like yeah, to let that skill shine through when there's guys yeah. that, you know, are not, are just as talented, but they don't have the opportunity to get that confidence to get that, like that, those minutes. 
and it really kind of fucks you up. And I feel like that those are the two biggest ones where like if you're on the right team, it makes that leap so much easier, even if you're just as skilled as somebody else, you know? I think yeah. it works the other way too. Like even conference base, like if you play division one football in conference USA versus a team in the SEC, you're playing NFL ready teams every week almost in the SEC, but you can't say the same about fucking. Yeah, for sure. I, I just yeah, like it's very, you're reliant on your team more so in those two sports than in baseball. Yeah. It's like, you got to make the play and hit the ball basketball. It's like you guard maybe one guy and then you fucking just shoot like those yep. two. It's like, you need to rely unless you're the quarterback or the goalie, you need to rely on, everybody else to do shit at the same time it's like yeah even to help you you you're right exactly yeah that's tough i don't know which way i i feel like you're right baseball is probably the biggest like that first year shock factor holy shit yeah how do i how do i adjust to the game compared to the other three and i and it's just so solo it's just so by yourself that like yep there's no one else helping you as a hitter like there's no one else helping you as a pitcher and it's as simple as that, one v one every single time. So, uh, or there's guys like Javi Baez that just stink. Well, he was a fucking <laughs> runner up for the MVP, and then all of a sudden he just forgot. He just said, "Oh, slider, all right, I'm swinging." Maybe one Dude. of the greatest falls, skill level wise, in sports history. Dude. Yeah, he was a stud. <laughs> he was a top fucking five shortstop for like four years in a row, and then was like. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it is very, very, very crazy. And the fucked up part of it, we're not talking Tigers baseball, but the fucked up part of it is that you see flashes of it, and that's what makes you the oh, most yeah. angry. No, for sure. He needs to just start hitting lefty. <laughs> and playing the field lefty. Like, the guy has <laughs> so many errors. It's crazy. And then he'll make a play, and you'll be like, holy shit, dude. That yeah. Like, he throws it to first faster than most pitchers. And, like, he'll make a diving play, and then the next play he'll fucking dink right off his head. What an uh, asshole. I, I, I hate talking about him because, yeah, he just, like, he was the start of it been. for the Cubs. Yeah, he, he him him sucking dick is the start of the downfall, I swear. Um, You want me to run through a couple of these sad NFL stats before we jump off yeah, NFL? Fuck it. Yeah, All right. Sure. Let me tell you about some of your favorite teams. Let's go some NFL shutouts. The last time teams have had shutouts. You ready? Okay. Let's see where everybody ranks. So the Saints are at the top of the list here. The Saints had a shutout. I can't tell if this was this year or last year. The Saints and the Cowboys both had shutouts in the last year. Lions haven't had a shutout since 2018. Uh, do you want to guess the Bears? <laughs> Last shutout. Is it within the decade? Uh, it is not within a decade. No. Um, is it the O? Is it the O six team? Nope. They did it after that. Damn. Uh. Oh wait. 2010. 2010. Okay. 2010, um, they are fourth to last. The really? yep, the last team, the team that hasn't gotten a shutout in the longest, is um, the mistake by the lake, the Cleveland Browns. 
2007 was their last shutout. Last time they shut a team out. Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) Kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's dude, especially nowadays, it's just so hard to get a shutout, though, man. Like, oh, yeah. Like, what was the Dallas Cowboys? Was that this year against the Giants? Was that a shutout? That 41 to 0, wherever the fuck it was? Um, that might have been a shutout. Maybe that's the one they have on here. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just so hard to do. Yeah. Oh, it's impossible to have another team not score is crazy. Yeah. But you know what? That makes me happy, though, because the thing is, (laughs) you run Lovey Smith out of town, you're not going to shut anybody out. No. Simple as that. You're right. Fuck them. Lovey was the glue that held it all together. Yeah. <laughs> and he was also the glue that now holds Brian Urlacher's hair together. <laughs> he is. He is also that glue. And God, does it look great. And that's why we should have kept that guy in Chicago. Um, another sad stat, Clayton Toon averaged .63 yards per drop back on Sunday. Um, this is the stat. This is from uh, a guy from Barstool wrote this blog, just kind of giving these stats. Said if NFL teams were given 16 downs to make a first, Toon's .63 yards per play would force the Cardinals to have to punt on the 16th down. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> that is horrible. That's really Dude, tough. You know, they need to give that kid a break, though, man. He that. He, that guy, I mean, they got fucking molly What are you going to do? Well, and we just talked about guys being thrown into situations in the NFL. Yeah. That's probably the worst situation you could get thrown into down there in Arizona. I mean, they just have. Yeah. And they, mean, got, got they got Miles Hollywood, Garrett. and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> and you got Miles Garrett fucking breathing down your neck the whole game. Like, right. Like, right. What are you going to do? So, Not much. What's another one? Uh, let me give you one more here. Three place kickers this season have missed field goals at or shorter than where that running back for the Texans hit his 29 yarder. So three, <laughs> three actual kickers. Uh, shout out to Riley Patterson. He, the Lions kicker missed one from 26 uh, against the Raiders. So three kickers have missed a shorter field goal than that. Um, dare. Ogunbowale. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that hey, guy. Dude, banged one home. I, I'm not going to lie, though, dude. It looked good. I mean, that looked nice. Oh, it looked really nice. He, he could have made that from 40 for sure. And like I said, and I thought James had a great suggestion, we just need to see this more. It's kind of well, like, it's it's to me, it's exactly like when a um, when a player, when a position player pitches in the MLB. It's the same excitement for me. Mm-hmm. Same exact excitement. Yeah. My thing is, they obviously practice that. Like, if they don't practice, like, you got to practice this. You have to have someone on your team that if and when the guy goes down, for one, if, if your punter can't kick, which that always blows my mind that the punter can't be the guy. Um, Yeah. Why is like, that the case? I, it, dude, that's the case on a lot of teams, I'm pretty sure, too. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, you're the punter. Like, you kick for a living. Like, I don't understand it. Right. It, it's that much different. Yeah, I don't, especially you don't like the chip shots, dude. It's like, bro, you're just like 
It's not like you're you don't like I kicked a sixty yarder, but like you're telling me you can't hit a thirty five yard field goal. You're telling me that the punter wasn't the place kicker and the and the you know the like the kicker for his high school team. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have experience. Like don't fucking lie to me. Don't don't just tell me yet. Yeah, I'm going into punting early and I'm not doing anything else. Dude, half the time at the small schools too, like they're kicking like in college too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that blows yeah, that blows my brain apart when a running back like that comes in there and just bangs one and it's like hasn't probably hasn't kicked in yeah, years. I don't know. All right, so you had, what was your dumbass question? You fucking said that I'm is saying, there a way to make it fucking where a 50-yard position player kick is worth more than a two-point conversion? Yeah. No, that's insane. Because all of a sudden, what what designates you as a position player? Because I just start fucking signing anybody the, the Anybody that's guy. not a kicker. Yeah, that's that'd be legal. But will you put a spot on the fifty-three man roster for that? Um, if he can hit a fifty-yarder, yeah, dude. What do you think about James's suggestion? You I can don't know kick. What it was. You can kick for two points after a touchdown, but the other team gets to pick the player that kicks it. No, that's dumb. Because that way, the other team has an incentive too, because they think that they're picking somebody that also they think are- sucks. Are you kicking it from <clears throat> the normal extra point, the 30-whatever-yarder? Yep. Yeah, no, that'd be dumb as fuck. They would pick a fucking O-lineman's fat ass every time. They'd pick the fattest dude on the fucking court. Yeah, but if you were down two and you needed it, and you might trust your guys more than trust your offense to get the two. No. What? You're going to trust... You're going to trust, gonna trust uh, your left guard's leg? You got no trust in your left guard leg? Absolutely not. I I trust my quarterback. If I have a good quarterback, I trust. If, if I'm the fucking Montessori of the blind, maybe. But I'm not doing it if I got a good quarterback. Like if it's the Bears, maybe because Tyson Badgen's not getting it done. But like, you know, I, no, fuck no. That's crazy to me. I think. Could you dumb. imagine what if instead of imagine like the double doink Ooh. was an extra point? And instead of the double doink, you guys could have had like Khalil Mack try to line up a, a field goal for two to tie the game instead of overtime. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm, I'm I'm splitting hairs here, but I'm just saying that'd be electric television. Yeah, but I mean, dude, that's like no, you can't. Let's not fuck up the game. Kicking already sucks. Like the, I wish kicking wasn't even part of the game, but let's not let's not fuck it up even more. Kicking does suck. Um, anything else, NFL? Any like bets or anything? Anything nah. running through your brain? Bears, State nah. of the Union. Bears stink. Nah, Bears mean, are good. No, nah, they're not good. They're I sadly enough, I weirdly think they're growing in the right direction defensively, but nice. offense is just nothing. So it's um Are we a little bit up? peeved about the Cardinals going full tank mode, trying to get that one spot, or it doesn't even matter at this point? You guys don't care if it's 2-3, if it's 1-2. I don't know. You just want two in the top five. uh, Yeah, I don't think they're going to go quarterback anyway, so I don't think it matters. How are they not going to go quarterback? And what planet do they not go quarterback? They're running with the badge? No, Justin Fields. Oh. They're, I don't know. They're just not smart. Maybe they do. I don't know. I, I mean, at this point, 
Arizona's not going full tank mode, though. They're getting Kyler Murray back tomorrow. Yeah, full tank so, mode. <laughs> I mean, Josh Dobbs, <laughs> they got rid of Josh Dobbs. That was smart because they're getting Kyler back. They just knew they were going to have to get pummeled one game with this Clayton Toon kid who probably won't ever steal the field again. But um, I'm so mad that I have to fucking hate Romeo Joshua Dubes. I wanted to like him. I really liked him when he was in Arizona. And now he's with the stupid Vikings. And now I got to hate him because he's going to beat us for sure. Oh, and I'm going to hate him. I mean, I uh, that video, f- what video, that video of fucking Vikings fans shaving their eyebrows. <laughs> oh, look, no. Look like old Josh Dobbs is so That's, good. Got to embrace the guy. Yeah. I you mean, know, L.O. Peach and all. It's it's hard to not be romantic like about like that situation and be like wow like you how, how do you not just love that like you're like this is right amazing. like that's one of the cooler stories of the nfl so far this year so i'm on that was like train. that was like my one straight bet of the week too was um atlanta yep minus three and a half they were up four before <laughs> romeo joshua dubes put that last touch <laughs> to seal the Jesus deal so Christ. that's real tough so fuck that guy double but i also appreciate the story like you said definitely um here's a wild little thing sure so apparently open ai like the ai platform has predicted that the world will be fully vegan by 2075 no it won't that's what i kind of thought too but Thoughts? Is there any way that's how is that's that? I fifty mean, this, years? I was just saying, like we're gonna be alive. Yeah, we'll probably probably be alive. Like I don't see myself going vegan unless it's like we have to. That's what I was thinking. It would have to be like we're out of cows. We fucked up. We yeah. thought we'd have enough. We didn't. We ended up not having enough. Yep. So we're fucked. That'd I mean, be the only way. Why? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't understand. Unless we're going to, like, streamline everything and we're only just eating my fucking milkshakes for the rest. You know, like, I don't get. There's no way. What were the what were the details? Do you have any details? Um, I can pull up the details. What did it say? It said that, like, what was the reasoning? Is it going to be, like, if, like, because of resources or because of health or, like, because I'm not convinced being vegan is that much healthier than being you know as long as you have a like if you have a shitty diet you have a shitty diet simple as that i don't right. think vegan or veg- being a vegetarian helps it one way or the other if, if you do it appropriately i just don't want to get my protein in other ways all right here's a little story here um artificial intelligence has predicted the majority of the world will be vegan by 2075 this is due to the record numbers of environmentally conscious gen z and millennials ditching meat for plant-based options now OpenAI's ChatGPT has shared details for the end of meat and dairy consumption after being asked to provide a timeline of the world going vegan starting in 2024 um So while dairy and meta alternatives are pricey, Impossible Foods vegan patty costs standard restaurants $3.63 compared to an average meat burger costs $1.58. The chatbot believes this will change in 2032. A breakthrough in food technology leads to more affordable and convincing plant-based meat and dairy alternatives. 
So that's what they're thinking. The price on these alternatives will go down so far that we will be able to completely replace it with regular Dude, meat is what I, the thought. I think that it's really overestimating or underestimating like how many people are not like super environmentally conscious and conscious and stuff like that. Like, mm. I mean, the, I don't like it. I think that's silly. I, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard to think about because it's such a long time. Because if you think like a hundred years ago was 1923, people weren't even mm. jumping on planes. And now yeah. you were like, yeah, we're soaring through the sky. No problem. So but also, like, I mean, dude, it's hard to tell. 20, 2032, like, that's so close. That's less than 10 years away where it's like, right. I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like the, also like the world, like the world is a crazy thing to say. Cause like, motherfucker, there are, there's probably towns in, you know, Africa and like, you know, rural Asia and everywhere in the world that just, it's like, Hey, you fucking live off what you kill and like shit like yeah. that, you know, like, they don't have like they don't have the option to go go get the fucking tofu, you know? An impossible burger on a gluten free bun. Right? Like what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I, no I, I just can't see that. I can't see old fucking Tink Tink getting the that, you know. No, it's not but, happening. Uh, you know, it is what it is. If it did, I, I just don't understand I mean, they better really step up their fucking game on the flavor and shit like that. Like, you better hit the mark, you know? Like I'm not trying to be fucking that's what I was fun. just trying to think about too. I was trying to think like devil's advocate. Okay, what how could I convince myself to like this? And it would have to taste the same. It'd have to be the same yeah. experience for me. Yeah. Ta- or a texture, better one. And, yeah, exactly. And it it can't just be taste. It's gotta be texture, consistency, like it's gotta be everything, or at least hit, you know, four or five boxes. Yeah. Because it's like also like what about like an egg? Like I want, I like eggs, you know, like that's such a that's tough one to replace. How are we? There's so many chickens, dude. There's so many of them. It's crazy. It's insane that like there aren't chickens just wandering in everybody's front yard. There's so many chickens. There's yeah, no way they put them in that fucking we're running out. boxes that are this big and they, you know, that's no why way they're are... finding. There's no way they're finding a better alternative to eggs. That's my thing. Like, how do you substitute eggs? If I wanted a fried egg, what are you going to do? You're going to give me a gusher and you're going to put it around a fucking tofu egg. Yeah, tofu, these nuts, dude. I don't want anything like that. An impossible egg. This egg was conceived out of nowhere. No, I don't like it. I I think 2075, that's way too soon. Um, Jack, you're a vegan. Thoughts? Um, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. Dude, there's a lot of money in food farms and food and shit like that it's like the most money outside of like pharmaceuticals right it's like pharmaceuticals agriculture yeah shit ton of money so i don't know i don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon but i was thinking does this count like because now we're getting into like lab made meats and shit like that you know what i'm talking talking about yeah. So like yeah, like artificial here. meat. Yes. So like does that count as being vegetarian still or vegan? I mean Yeah, I think it does. I think that's what AI is probably thinking is that we're gonna be we're gonna have those way more developed 
by 2075 where they might meet me and Mike's demands of texture, taste, all these boxes that they need to check. Right. Is that artificial meat? Yeah. I just think it's hard to, I don't know. I just think that they're underestimating the fucking, fucking right wing conservatives in the world. Yeah, take yeah, away bro. my guns. Take away my meat too. Not my <laughs> eggs. People love like, cooking too. That's another problem. Like all those yeah. asshole dads that fucking smoke a brisket for seventy four hey, hours. You know, that shit's mesmerizing to watch on the old TT, bro. So oh relax. yeah, dude. I, no, I'm one thousand percent tuned in to every okay, single year. Um, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like there is such a passion and love, and then the money of it on top of that. It's like. Yeah, I don't know. That's only seventy-five too, like, might be pushing it, unless there's some like global crisis where like all the cows die or something. Yeah, we have another big bang. Yeah, the COVID, the cow, COVID, you know, some shit like that. <laughs> COVID would like, be a wild thing. COVID, <laughs> talk about like the the people on the right jumping to the other side for COVID. They'd be like, we gotta fucking save these guys, dude. We can't be losing. <laughs> these fucking cows better start getting vaccinated today. He sat. <laughs> trying to get my bird. Yeah. Uh, I think too, well, another thing I'm thinking about now is like, what about like the restaurant business? Like that would be almost obsolete at that point, right? Like, I mean. They, granted, that would be but... such a, that'd be such a hard pivot. Food yeah. is one of those things that Obviously, like it changes to a certain degree, but I feel like it's generally been the same for so fucking long. Like, when did they invent the cheeseburger? I don't know, but it was probably a long time ago. As soon as they learned how, as soon as they put fire to a to meat, they were like, "Oh, let's patty this thing up." Yeah, they said, "Who's got the ketchup?" Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What what are we doing here? You know, how do I put carbs into this meat? I'm a boy. I'll put it in between it. We'll call it a boyga. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it, but you know what? At that point I'll be about 80 years old and uh crack. I'll just get on the crack, maybe some meth, take myself out fast. Don't have to worry about all that shit. <laughs> that will be fun. I was actually in Meyer yesterday and, um, this old lady was just kind of perusing the, the, like the Meyer pastry section, just like where they have all their cakes and their cookies and all that shit that they make an area where if between the ages of five and 65, you might as well not even be allowed to enter it because you know, you're like, I can't buy a cake from Meyer. I'll be fat (laughs) as shit. There's no way I could do that and like live with myself. So I can't wait to get to that age where it's like, dude, I'm going to I'm going to the grocery store and I'm getting my ass in that pastry section because I got there's nothing else that I care about anymore. I'm fat yeah. as shit. <laughs> you know, I could just yeah, let it just, go. Yeah. And then you offset it with the crack and you're boom, you're good. Oh, yeah. You're just high yeah. as fuck eating cake all day. Like, what else yep. can you want? Cake's a downer and then cracks the upper. <laughs> yeah, even out. I can't wait yeah, to get that- to that point. I know. I kind of already am at that point, and I need to stop. <laughs> need to yeah, you're not no, I, though. You're no, not I as know, free know, as you want it to be. You're no, you're I, guilty. I want no guilt. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. I I yes, you're right. Guilt free. Imagine that feeling, because you pass it every time you're in there, and you're like, "Fuck, that looks so good. I really wish I could have that like box of cupcakes." Yeah. <laughs> and when you're 68, it's like, "Well, I'm gonna have them." 
Yeah, I'm taking these home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's sick. Very true, dude. Um, so this is a hard pivot, but Let's pivot. as I left work today, I left my keys in the office, and I locked myself out. No, and I broke in pretty fucking easily. Okay, so nobody. What was the method? I used the fucking credit card. You did the credit card. I did, yeah. And you Um, did the so the credit card has to go behind the lock, and then slip through. Correct. So what I did because yeah, I think that's what the actual play is because there's an angle on the lock then, but because Mm. our doors are already kind of a little fucked up. So, like, I was able to just kind of zhush it from the top, mm-hmm. like, zhush and yank, and it worked. Um, but I I was so, like, kind of terrified for no reason. I, mean, I could have just called someone that works there, but I was like, did I really just do this? I'm not, I haven't felt that helpless in a really long time. And I was wondering. Were you, you the last one leaving or something? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. Yep, didn't have my, and I was like, I had my phone and stuff, but, like, have you guys ever done that? Have you ever locked your keys in your car or locked yourself out of something where like you're just like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Go Dude, ahead, I Jack. used to lock my keys in my car all the fucking time. <laughs> but the it was kind of clutch that I drove a little shit mobile because the door was just flimsy as hell. So I could just like I could almost do it. I could pull the door off the frame with one hand and just like stick something in. And hit the unlock <laughs> button. Um, this is the I Grand Am or the that. Grand Prix? This is the Grand Am. The Grand Prix, oh, yeah. I locked my keys in there a couple times, but it's not as shitty of a vehicle, so I had to get the spare. But there was a spare for that. For the Grand Am, no spare. You have, this is, you have way too many accounts, it sounds like, of this happening. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, dude, and he, talks, he talks earlier about how he's a dropper. He, he's afraid to move all of his electronics out of his fucking apartment. He can't yeah. pour a fucking beverage, and now he locks his keys in no, his no. car all the time. I've done literal rocket science, but don't <laughs> ask me to like pour something out of a pitcher. I, I won't. You, you freeze. I will freeze the fuck up, dude. And it's always been like that, Bob, you got to have memories of me just like completely shit. Like jug of milk, gallon of milk, gone. Every picture of Kool-Aid ever gone. Jack was a serious. Yeah. He was like, not cereal, like frosted flakes cereal. Like this happens all the time was a cereal dropper for sure. When he was little, but I did a lot of dumb shit though, dude. I put a fucking, I put peanut butter, bread in the microwave trying to toast it i put this bitch in there for like five <laughs> minutes and the Which is a good idea obviously came out at near the temperature of the surface of the sun yep <laughs> and i just grabbed it i like was swinging the motherfucker around and the peanut butter splashed on me because at this point it's liquid and i had like some really fucked up burns on me and everybody was like why did you think that was a good idea but I don't know, man. I just some simple tasks like that. I just uh, I'm no good at. So I had something similar happen to me. I mean, not I guess not even close to similar to that story that you just told. <laughs> no, nobody nobody has a story that's similar to that. The closest wow. story I had to that is that I put my fan remote in the microwave. That was fun. Oh my God, what the fuck? That was a good one. It when just started fuck? smoking. 
Uh, this was when we lived on North Oakley. I was really young. This is before we. Oh, I thought you meant as an adult. I was like, what the no. fuck? I was like six or seven, probably, and just wanted to see what happened. What would happen? This is before we even remodeled the kitchen on North Oakley, so it was oh, a, it was forever ago. Yeah. Um, but this something like this happened to me this weekend where I was under pressure and it was like an everyday situation. We were at the, um, we were at the painting. We did like the painting, pottery, and drink wine yeah. thing this weekend. Double date. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were parking downtown Royal Oak, and we had to go up to one of those little like parking kiosks, and you Leaders. put your yeah. yeah, you put your little uh, you put your license plate in, and then you kind of move on, and then you just come back mm-hmm. and pay whatever. So I'm trying to like put my credit card in there. This is before we go into the pottery place. Everybody's standing behind me, so I already know that this isn't going to go well. I don't do well in these situations, like everyday (laughs) tasks in front of a bunch of other people, especially people that know me. And this is all people that know me really well. I can't perform. I'll perform a hundred times at work in front of people that don't know me at all way before I can perform a simple task in front of people that actually love me. So I was putting my credit card in there and it wasn't fucking working at all um, because I have one of those dumb credit cards where the stripe is on the bottom rather than being on the top because Capital One's a bunch of assholes. So it never, like, whenever I put it in the way that it tells me to, it's never right. It's like, nope. And I'm looking at the people, well, I'm looking at the people behind me, the assholes, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you guys see that I'm doing this right, right? And they're like, well, it might be time to move on to the debit card. So that's what I did, pissed off. I had to fold eventually and move on to the debit and put that in there because it's a normal card, but... Dude, I freeze in any kind of situation where I have to perform a simple task like that in front of people I like. And that's funny. I have a similar thing. You know what? It gets me at work. Um, like I'm a fairly good typer. I'm not. I'm not elite by any means, but mm-hmm. like I can type. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking idiot. I can. I can you know your way happen. around a keyboard. Exactly. But dude, once I'm sitting there and someone's like watching me type, yeah, boy messes up every single word it's like dude <laughs> what the fuck is going on it's like all you hear is just backspace backspace and i'm like dude it's almost embarrassing you're like why can't i it type is. now i'm about to start going one finger at a time because it's like what are we doing here mike like you do this yeah. every day you're like your job is mostly typing shit and then when someone is even like glaring at you it's like mm, nope i'm a first grader yeah, I'm an idiot now. I can't do this simple task. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. Like, stop yeah, breathing yeah. on me, and I'll fucking type you up a novel. How about that? Yeah, it's so confusing, man. It pisses me off. It's like Michael J. Fox steps into the room when someone else is in there. It's like, what the fuck, all the place. Yeah. What? Uh, uh, you're going to have a cheat sheet. I was going to ask you, what, what number is the dollar sign associated with on a keyboard? Four. Damn, dude. Kid knows his way around a keyboard. I mean, I that's, a keyboard. that's a good I test. Do have, I do have a keyboard right in front of me, but I did not look at it, and I did know it was for. That's, yeah. I, I could tell the way that you were looking at me that that was an honest, yeah. like, this yeah. was me knowing I'm not it. a scumbag. Um, right. Speaking of cheat sheets, Tinder sent me a message today, and uh, it was like, oh, check out our new tinder select you're you're qualified whoa 
Yeah. Oh, it's right. And then I'm You've like, been okay, building so, up those points. That's why. Right? So I'm like looking there. at it, and it, I, it was like, see if you want to be, you know, see if you can handle it, type shit, and like all this shit. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I click on it, and it's like, yeah, you're qualified for Tinder Plus. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's gonna be like fifty bucks a month. Grant, I wasn't going to do it. So mm-hmm. let's just throw that one out there, right? The fuck now. I okay. wasn't going to do it, but. I get to the part where it says, hey, how much it is. Take a fucking wild guess how much this costs per month. Tinder Plus. Tinder Select, not Tinder Plus. Tinder Select. Uh, Give me some of, before I guess the price, give me some of the perks to Tinder Select so I can really get the idea. So you can direct messages. You can slide into DMs without having to match first and go right to the top of their inbox. Up to two per week. Or two times per week. Some members may opt out of DM. So you can DM people without matching them. Okay. Damn. Then the next one. It's like Instagram, essentially. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, actually. Um, The next one is skip the line. Your time is valuable. Speed things up when your like gets, when your likes get top spots and are always unblurred. So pretty much every time you like someone, the motherfucker across from you can see it. Mm, okay. okay then the next one is select mode see and be seen by tinder's most sought after profiles you can enjoy more exceptional connections pretty much the baddies get to see you more hmm. and then next it says vip experience uh which is membership spots are limited to less than one percent of users to ensure you receive the most exclusive experience possible so i'm a one percenter on tinder that's a fucking joke if i'd ever heard um and then early access to certain new features be among the first to test special new features in advance. So those are the perks that it that it throws out at you. Like that's what it gives you. So take a wild guess on how much that costs. Um wait, wait, I mean, wait. Let me preface this, Bob. Okay. You can buy regular Tinder Plus for thirteen dollars a week. Is that what it is? Yeah. Because I have Tinder Platinum like a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I paid like a hundred and some dollars for the year or some shit. Oh, you are God. a one percenter on there, Mike. You have a podcast. You got a great beer. Yeah. Yeah, You're one percent. Right. Anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's a platinum member. Guy's so an athlete, too. I've seen it. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was 13 bucks a week. But anyways, just throw the. I want to hear some numbers. Do you know? Well, it? I was going to say I was going to say sixty nine ninety nine because that sounds like some Tinder shit that they would do. Yeah, um, but I think I'm going to after hearing thirteen dollars a week. Is it is it a hundred dollars a month? Four hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. You're not you're joking. I swear to God, I looked at it and I said, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, You have to the- be joking. I swear to God, dude. There is no fucking way that it is $500 for a month. That's insane. See? Holy fuck. Holy shit, God. it is. $499. What, what is the price of love is what Tinder what? is asking. And maybe dude. it's $500. That's kind of where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck is that shit, dude? I almost dropped my drawers. I was like, oh yeah, fuck it. If it's like an extra like ten bucks a month, I would have done it because it's like you can do a yeah, bunch at of least some at least a month. Like, yeah. try it. Yeah, and then I was like, <laughs> dude, so confused. That is 
obnoxious. These motherfuckers are gangsters out here because they're gonna get some fucking some nerdy motherfuckers that can't do it, and they're gonna they're gonna get some shit. That's crazy. I think they're. I think the core. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the correlation between the people that can afford that, like the people that can actually afford that, probably don't need it. I was gonna say there's a graph, and as you know, as you go up. It's, yeah. it's how much money you make compared to how less, how much you don't right. need dating apps or Tinder. It's like, so yeah, like, it's going you know? up. And then, like, the pussies on the sides, like, pussies yeah. up, you're going up. Yeah. Exactly. Need for Tinder going the wrong way. Exactly, <laughs> dude. And how much yeah. money you make going, you know, you're back at the fucking <laughs> actress, bro. Like, you're back at the... <laughs> Yeah, like, live graphs are not our strong suit, but we're—I think <laughs> no. we should add that in every weekend yeah. segment. Some I'll, sort I of a live graph. I got a whiteboard. I'll put it behind me oh, and we'll dude. start doing a graph every day. We should. We should do a graph a week. I think. Because, but yeah, the pussy to money thing in the Tinder Select right down the middle—it just makes no fucking sense. That's crazy. Insane. So, it—it it has to be like a one-off thing. Where somebody's like, I'm so fucking desperate right now. I barely got 500 stones, but I'm putting it towards this to find me um, an old lady. I mean, it better work, though. You better fucking come out on top, man. That's imagine, imagine it not working. Dude, I couldn't. I, Dude, I couldn't. That would make me want to literally. I mean, at that point, it's like, you know how many people are going to kill themselves for this? I was going to say, like, dude, you could sue just, Tinder. I just spent $500 and I still can't find love. I'm killing myself now. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck? like, I feel like families oh, no. could sue Tinder over it being like, you made them go broke <laughs> searching yeah. for something that they weren't going to find. Exactly. Oh. And it's like, dude, I don't give a fuck what, I don't care how much you pay and how much you can be like, Hey, I'm going to slide into your DMS first and this and that. Yeah. It's like, Chicks, if they don't think you're good looking, guess what they have to go off of? Your fucking photos. If you don't got it, you don't got it, you know? Yep. Unless they can see that you have Tinder Select and they're like, oh, he's got fucking 500 a month, though. All right. And fucking gold dig. I mean, that, mm, I don't know. that could be, yeah, that's a uh, spin zone way to look at it, I suppose. But that do they like, see that? Can they see I that you know. have that? Probably, I, would I don't hope know, not. and I, I will not ever know. Let me tell you what. Damn. I won't know that. Well, if anybody wants to know, we'll set up a GoFundMe and we'll get Mike on the $500 Tinder for a month and we'll see what happens. So if we get enough support from the fair enough (laughs) listeners, we will absolutely put Mike on to um, basically celebrity Tinder. (laughs) Yeah, that shit's insane, bro. I, I, I almost dropped my fucking jaw. I was like, how dare they? But. Okay. Next week we might have to do a little bit of TikTok talk because this rug guy is coming back into my life, and I want to talk about it a little bit oh and some other God. things okay. on TikTok. So let's. Uh, I'm going to make a note right now on my next page to make sure that we talk about that next week. But anything else, boys? Uh, no. I think we're good to go. Okay. Perfect. All right. That was the Michael Strahan episode, episode ninety-two. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, Have a great week. Hopefully it's not too chilly where you are, and we will see you guys next week. Peace.